I'm like shy about you looking in my mouth. Why? I don't know. For some reason, I got in the bathroom and looked at my own mouth and was like, <laughs> this is weird. No, I used to do it all the time because my sister used to get strep throat twice a year. And we would always, like, it was like a family affair. We would just, oh like, be like, all right, Abby, open up your mouth. And we oh. would just, like, shine a flashlight Wait, in. are you doing it right now? Uh-huh. My tongue looks gross because I just ate that. No, it's fine. <laughs> and so we would all, like, look at the back of her throat and be like, does she need to go to the doctor? You look like you're on, like, Stranger Things or something with your flashlight, like, coming in real close. Okay, do I stick my tongue out? Or? Yeah, open it. Like, you're saying, like, ah, like, real, ah, uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I have throat? I think so. Oh, yeah. There's like a. Wait, look again. Tell me more. T- talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so there's like. It's really red, and there is one white. Two white spots. Uh, that the white uh, spot is like. <laughs> The white spots mean that it's like wait, not the like gross white spots on my tongue from eating cream. No, cookies. no. no. <laughs> I'm like drooling. Hold on. <laughs> Open up. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I think you do have strep throat. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Fuck. It makes sense. It, yeah, but like it's the it's really red, and then uh-huh. the like when there's white spots, that means it's like bacterial. So like an amoxicillin or something. So I could take that amoxicillin. I'm not going to say yes or no. That's like my thing is I get like freaked out about that kind of stuff, but like my mom's the kind of person who would be like, oh yeah, take it. Mm. But yeah, I you should probably remember. go to the doctor. Because when strep gets really bad, it, like, goes down into your heart. Right. I, like, don't want to go to the doctor for stuff on top of what I've already been going to the doctor for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe... I'm supposed to stop eating gluten and dairy for medical reasons, but now that I might have strep throat this morning, I ate a bagel <laughs> with cream cheese, and I loved every minute of it. I feel like, I mean, you gotta take care of yourself. Put it in your food journal. Yeah. Still still track it, still see how Here's you the feel. Thing. I didn't, so I had a normal tummy ache after the gluten feast that we had on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, I didn't eat any gluten. And I my tummy hurt really bad when I woke up this really? morning. So it could be something else that you're, like, allergic yeah. to. It could not be, yeah. I don't think I ate any dairy yesterday either. I was devastated. I didn't know what to fucking eat. Yeah. <laughs> It could be stress. I don't know how people don't eat gluten. Like, I, I, I get how people who cannot because of intolerance, I get how they eat it. But I don't get how people choose for, like, mm. whatever to not eat gluten because it's so hard. Yeah. It's in everything and, like, cross-contamination yeah. like makes it – even stuff that is naturally, like, gluten-free, like, mm-hmm. if it's processed in, right. in, a, in a thing. I ha- have a friend on Instagram that she, like, has celiacs and mm-hmm. she – went somewhere and they told her that it was gluten-free and it wasn't and she took a picture and she's like a naturally thin girl and she took a picture of her stomach afterwards and it looked like she was like five months pregnant loaded yeah yeah it looked so painful yeah I was trying to figure out if I could eat falafel and I was googling it and I went to a like gluten-free like a celiac's forum Mm -hmm. and it was talking about how like some places most places it just like it's just chickpea but, uh, like, if the restaurant uses, 
thread as like a binding but it basically people were talking about like they went somewhere and asked and the person said this is gluten-free and then they ate it and they got really sick yeah and I'm like that's so fucked yeah just because like even if you cook it on like the same like if like utensils touch yeah. or something it like hopefully you're not hopefully I don't think that's what it is but I guess I've got to do it anyway yeah <laughs> Well, <laughs> not until I don't have strep throat anymore. Like, fuck that. We're astrologers and I'm a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> just kidding, I'm not. Welcome to Adjunct Doctors, <laughs> the podcast where Aaron diagnoses my health problems on air <laughs> because a cute person gave me fucking strep And we're here to talk to you about some planets. Planets. What they mean. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, you're going to, first you're going to do a horoscope. Yes. Well, oh, first I correction. have to do a correction. Oh, good. Uh, did so, someone send it to you or did you no. think about it? Oh, okay. So, as I was editing the, I was home mm-hmm. last weekend, and as I was editing the snack time one where mm-hmm. I answer the email from my mom. Right. Um... Oh, but you mention when you mention that all cap when that Capricorns no not that all Capricorns <laughs> that lots of prophets are Capricorns right and then I was like oh no Jesus wasn't born in so they think he was born in July through September because of the day of that like is historically known as the day that Mary found out she was pregnant so. They, it's not in the spring. <laughs> but then my oh, mom's like, okay. but it's December 25th. And I was like, what? She's like, well, it could be July through September. I mean. <laughs> so wait, so what do Catholic, Catholics believe he wasn't born on Catholics the believe he was born the 25th, but if you do the math oh. of the day of the epiphany, I believe. She would have had to carry it for a mad long time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so it like doesn't add up. <laughs> yeah I don't know my mom is like you were an altar server how do you not know this I'm like I just was an altar server because I wanted to do stuff during mass because I was bored yeah so Jesus so, wasn't a Capricorn yeah I don't know I don't know what he was he could have been I mean who knows yeah I mean ultimately yeah <laughs> who knows but I like asked my mom that as I was editing it and I really wanted to cut it out but I was like, okay, for posterity's sake, yeah, I yeah, should yeah. keep it. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, no one else was like, yeah. excuse me. And maybe maybe just... our audience is not very. Yeah. <laughs> you you misquoted the date of our yeah. Lord. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my correction. If you know the exact date that Jesus was born. Oh my God, email us. Email us. But also, write a book? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Unless you have some conspiracy theory. Oh, I bet. (laughs) Capital L. Yeah. Um, yeah. His, capital H, his birthday. Yeah. (laughs) I need to stop moving in this chair. Okay, I need to situate We started with you shining a flashlight (laughs) down my throat. It's fine. But I did write a horoscope for my mom. Okay, cool. Because my mom wrote in the email asking about serial killers and Leos and all that. My mom also said that... You're the quicker talker, and I'm the slower talker, so now I am self-conscious. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't quicker? know. 
<laughs> do I talk too fast? No, you do talk more, a little bit more coherently than, oh. sometimes it takes me a little while to get to my ideas. <laughs> I don't think that's true, but I'm, I think you're perfect. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> so the horoscope for my mom. My mom is a Leo and her moon is Virgo. Mm. So right now, I tweeted about this too, Mercury is in Leo. Yes, I was reading about that this morning. So it's a really good time to just make like big plans. And so since my mom's a Leo, I told her to kind of like, I think she should embrace this. Mm. Kind of like making these huge plans and kind of like not really worrying about the little things because it makes a lot of sense that her moon is in Virgo because people whose moons are in Virgo, it means that they really like when things are in order. Yeah. So even though my mom has this like really fiery personality that's like very Leo, she still is like very much wants like the smaller things in order, wants them to be like the way that she wants them to. And so I think that she could kind of use this this Mercury in Leo as a time to just like, I don't know, see, see what big plans there are. I mean, she, my dad's retired and she wants to retire in like a year and a half. So just like see, see what happens. That is a big plan. Yeah. And, um, because then it, it goes into Leo season. So kind of like using like this Mars in Leo as a time to then like gear up for her, for August when Mm. the sun is in her sign. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just kind of like to embrace your inner Leo mm. during this time. I think the new that moon's in Leo. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it, it's just a good time for for that. Yeah, that's like the the overarching theme of to the let next that few months. Fire sign ambition. Yeah, like passion lead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and whatever that means, like it doesn't have to be like. I'm going to take over the world, mm. but just whatever, whatever is going on in her life. Maybe time to like do a thing that she's wanted to do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And she has like more time during the summer too, because she works at a college. Right, so. right, right. Oh man. Yeah. Live it up in right? Leo season. Right, Elaine? Go for it. Live it up, Elaine. <laughs> Live it up. Oh uh, yeah. So that's my horoscope. Cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good and job. anyone that emails us at adjunctastrologers at gmail.com, if you email us and we talk about it on the air, we'll write your horoscope. Yeah. It's fun. Or it's... if you tweeted us, you should also tell us your yeah. sign and we'll do a horoscope for you. Yeah, if you have questions. Cool. So, full moon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is an interesting one. Uh, so, the full moon on the East Coast, at least, happens um, Sunday, July 9th at 12.07 a.m. So that means, like, stay up till midnight on Saturday, midnight <laughs> 07, and watch the full moon. The So July's full moon is called the Buck Moon, hmm. um, and that is because uh, usually that's when bucks, so male deer, mm-hmm. um, it's when they, I think... I couldn't remember. I wrote down what I thought it was, and then I was like, that doesn't sound right. But I think what it is is this is the time of year when, like, maturing bucks, their antlers start to become, like, visible. Oh, Because it said, I wrote down something about, like, this is when their antlers start growing, but I was like, that doesn't sound right. (laughs) I think it's, like, based on the breeding season at this point, like, younger ones, you can start to see their antlers are, like, getting bigger, right? Because the bigger they get, the more, like, point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the Buck Moon, which I think is a cool, like, it'd be a good band name. Yeah. Um, it's a good image, too. I know, right? So, right now, the sun is in Cancer, 
Um, and it's in opposition to the moon in Capricorn, mm-hmm. um, which is particularly interesting for me personally, <laughs> but we don't have to talk about that. So I got all this from Cafe Astrology, which yes. you're going to talk about, yeah. yeah, which was, they're so great. Um, so the opposition of Cancer Sun and Moon and Capricorn, this polarity concerns the balance between the private life or need for a home base, which is represented by Cancer, and your public life or your career, or your sort of more public goals, which is represented by Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Um, So another way to think about this is the opposition between your origins and your goals. Um, So Cancer representing your origins, Capricorn representing your goals. But ultimately, like, neglecting either one of them or favoring either one of them can backfire. Mm -hmm. So... According to Cafe Astrology, this particular full moon invites us to think about whether or not we're, like, balancing those two things. So obviously this episode will come out a few days after the full moon, but it's not too late to think about, you know, maybe think about how you were feeling over the weekend when you listen to this on Mm -hmm. Wednesday. Um, And, you know, think about, like, are you balancing where you're coming from and where you're going? How can you sort of find yourself? in the middle of those two things. But another thing particularly about Moon and Capricorn was um, it's apparently a time where a lot of feelings are, like, coming to the surface. So this description of the full moon said, like, don't sit on your feelings. Mm-hmm. To ex- It's a good time to express them, but to be aware that a lot of these feelings might be new. So, like, let them... Express them, but, like, be a little careful. Yeah. Like, one of the words that I really liked was, like, it said, what's coming out is unrefined. Ooh. So, yeah. So, this idea of, like, don't necessarily sit on it, but just be aware it might, like, affect other people around you. Yeah. These, like, new feelings you're you're coming to terms with. Cool. So, yeah. that's yeah. the full moon. I remember reading something that it was, like, this full moon is very balanced. Like, it's a mm. lot of strong emotions coming from different angles, but they kind of balance each other out right like the Capricorn is more about like doing things if you think about it it's like an earth sign so Mm -hmm. more about like doing things more grounded whereas like the water sign is very emotionally passionate of cancer so so it was a good time to like try and get things done right it helps you harness your emotions to be like actionable right definitely yeah and it's also part of that balance is that this particular full moon marks the like halfway point of the year so one one thing that I read was like from here on out it's going to be getting colder the year is getting shorter like we finished the first half of the year and now we're in the second half which Mm. I think is like an interesting way to think about like oh now it's we're in like the last we're in the home stretch of this year yeah which is crazy I still haven't even started writing 2017 I still have 16 yeah right (laughs) it's we're halfway through this shit hole of a year I wrote 14 the other day and I was like whoa nope. <laughs> nope I know I keep thinking of like yeah I don't know like 2010 was a long time ago mm-hmm. we're very close to 2020 oh thank god <laughs> not close yeah. enough yeah true <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's a full moon cool full moon in Capricorn I love it a lot of feel if you're a Capricorn I would say look up some other stuff specific to you because there's some stuff there's some stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. Just embrace it. Yeah. It's okay to have feelings. Yeah. <laughs> have them. Cool. 
Well, today we're doing recommended reading. Recommended reading! Yeah, so uh, I get a lot of questions about people that, like, what website should I go to? Mm. Where should I look up stuff to, like, find my horoscope or to learn more about some of the things that we're talking about? Mm. And mm-hmm. so you recommended that we do a recommended yeah. reading episode. So today we'll be talking about different places we go to, some... Some that are a little bit more serious, yeah. some that are might be a little bit more fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was like mom Aaron. I like, know. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hit mom. Cool mom. Um. <laughs> you were definitely cool mom looking down my throat a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, it's uh I feel like I was born just like a 30-year-old woman. <laughs> So I haven't quite reached where I was born, but every year, every, the older I get, I'm like, all right. The more, like, settled in. Yeah. Yeah. The more you're like, yeah, this is me. Yeah. That's dope, though. That's a great way to feel. Mm -hmm. So do you want to go first, or do you want? Um, so how about you go first, and then, like, I'll finish up with what to read, and then I'll do Twitter. Okay, cool. So... I'll start off with Cafe Astrology, yes. which is the one that Michelle was just talking about. This is like my go-to website. Mm-hmm. It's cafeastrology.com. It's run by two women, and it, it it just has like everything. It has all the different parts of astrology, so you can kind of like read about the different separate things and then lump them together and... That's how I've learned how to, like, read charts or or stuff like that. Like, it tells you what all all the planets mean, all of the signs mean, all the aspects, all of the, like, the ascending and the descending. Mm-hmm. It has all of that, and it tells you where to find it. So then you can go and kind of look at a chart, and you can piece together a chart reading from kind of all the stuff that you learn right. in Cafe Astrology. And they also have... I wrote down everything they have. Um, <laughs> so they have, like, you can do your birth chart on there. You can put in your your name, the time you were born, where you were born, and it gives you this huge – it gives you so much information. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, explains, yeah. like, it tells you your sun, your moon, different aspects that are in your chart, and it, it's a very – personalized reading to you and it also shows you your chart so you can look at it and it gives you all the aspects that that you that were happening when like the exact time you were born that's why it needs to be like so specific yeah and it's just like really interesting to to read right and they also do synastry and you can do a composite chart there really yeah i didn't know that Mm -hmm. you can do a composite chart that's what we should use for our composite yeah (laughs) and it has all the planets the explanation of the signs it has predictive astrology and Mm. which is like looking in the future to kind of see what's happening and it also has a section that's like a reading section so it has recommendations on all these books and and it has reviews that have been written about them and um yeah I was looking at their top 10 pages on the website the top Mm. 10 most visited and they were all like pretty normal it was like birth chart and like the love one but the only like individual sign one, it was Taurus Daily Horoscope was like three, and there were no other daily horoscopes in Man, there. And I'm like, those wow, Taurus really want to know 
They're what's going on? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And um, you can also, it also has the different aspects that are going to be happening, like, during the year. Like, right, it right, lists right, right. it out by year, the different aspects. So, kind of just, like, to explain how how you can learn how to read all this stuff from this website, because it has a lot. There's a lot to, mm-hmm. to go through, and it's, you kind of have to dig a little bit to, right. like, find stuff. Um, but so, for example, Saturday, July 15th, so the Saturday after this episode comes out, Venus is going to semi-square Mars, and I found that on on Cafe Astrology. And so looking, you can look up the aspects. So semi-square, that means that it's not harmonious, and it mm-hmm. means that, that these two planets are going to kind of be combating each other, or what, what these planets stand for, it's, they're going to be fighting. Right. And so then you can go and look up Venus and Mars, and so Venus is love, and Mars is the god of war so kind of thinking about that them like semi-squaring it's interesting because where's my water do you have strap i better not have strap (laughs) so venus is like romantic whereas Mm -hmm. mars is more bodily so like a a body manifestation of love uh so sex (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah giggle box over there and so like those things might not be harmonious or or Mm. something might come out that day where like something isn't Mm. in line so that's just like (laughs) I know right um but that's just like one way that you can kind of use this website Mm. to learn more about planets and astrology and what these things mean there's a lot of stuff on there yeah so I recommend Cafe Astrology. Yes, Cafe Astrology. I really like their, they do this week in astrology. Yes. So you can read, like, at the beginning of every week, like, what's going on. Mm -hmm. That's where I got what I read about the full moon. Yeah. So it's just, like, a quick rundown of, like, what each planet is doing. Yeah. Which is helpful. Yeah, and I like it because you can make astrology very specific off Mm -hmm. of this site, which Mm -hmm. that's my problem with a lot of sites is, like, we're going to give you 12 horoscopes for each sign. Right. That's not, there's not only 12 types of people in the world. (laughs) Yeah, so this site lets you get very specific and very personal. And the second website I wanted to talk about was Chani Nicholas. I've talked about her, I think, maybe in the first episode. I think we've name-dropped her a few times. Yeah. So my friends in Brooklyn, they read Mm. Chani Nicholas, and I went to visit them, I think, last year or maybe like a year and a half ago, and... It was after, like, a really tough time, and I was just, like, visiting them and not thinking about anything, and they're like, let's read horoscopes, and so they read Chani Nicholas's, and it gave me, like, goosebumps. We were, like, sitting out in their their backyard, and I just, like, freaked out. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was so spot on. Yeah. And her, her horoscopes, they're just very, they're very nice. Like, it's very much, like, po- they're very positive. Right. And it's a lot of, like, what you can do to, like, capitalize on what is happening. And and she just writes really well, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And she – so her horoscopes are – she – the beginning part is just, like, the overview of what's happening that week. 
kind of oh and she does horoscopes every week and also does a series on the moon mm-hmm. so every week you can go and read about the moon too uh, but her horoscopes start off with kind of an overview of what is going on and then she does a horoscope for each sign and she does it for the your sign and your rising sign yeah so you should read both of those like I read the Sagittarius one because I'm Sagittarius rising really um, I think I didn't I forgot that or maybe I'm a Virgo I can't remember I just found out what time I was <laughs> right, born right, so right. <laughs> um I'm Virgo rising are you yeah oh. but so I read both Capricorn and Virgo yeah it, and it, like, they're always really spot on. And, like, I wrote uh, I wrote one sentence down. Let's see. Oh, I wrote <coughs> one sentence down from the full moon thing that she wrote. And it was just, Capricorn has rules. It respects the structure of things. We'll figure out how to scale any kind of scaffolding. Mm. And I know, I just like that. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's really nice. And um, she's very much about, like, empowering women. Like, she writes a lot about women that, like, have... Or she cites in her, like, biography about, like, women that have inspired her. And, yeah, so she is just... She's great. Mm. I really like her. Yeah. And good Twitter follow, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, And the last... I have two tiny things. Mm-hmm. So a website that I go to a lot is theplanetstoday.com. Oh, And okay. you can just see I the planets. Yeah, it's just this, like, I think you need a flash to see mm-hmm. it. It's just this, like, flash map that just has all the planets, and you can see what sun That's they're so in. cool. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes I'll just be at work, and, like, Kit will look over and be like, oh. <laughs> You're just looking at the planets. I'm just looking at the planets and where they... What is it again? What's the link? Theplanetstoday.com. Theplanetstoday.com. Mm-hmm. And it just pulls up where they are. And you can, like, move, like, where the the date and the time. Right, so right, you right. can, like, see see where they were or where they're going where to they're be. Going. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. And then also when we did the compatibility episode, yeah. I read a lot of, like, I didn't get to read anything fully by him, but Carl Jung? Young? Young? Yoon? Yoon? Yoon. Mm, Carl Yoon, I think, yeah. Yeah. His last name is J-U-N-G. I'm pretty sure it's Yoon. Yoon? Okay. So, Carl Yoon, he was a, a psychiatrist and a philosopher and, like, a, all this stuff. And he he was the one that wrote, that kind of started the term sinistry. Yeah. Uh, and he has a lot of really interesting articles, and they're very, like, science-based. Like, it's a lot of data. <laughs> yeah. He did, like, experiments mm-hmm. with couples. Yeah. yeah. Or not experiments, but, like, data collection mm-hmm. on couples. Yeah. So... It's just an interesting perspective to get on it. Yeah. So just I would, start on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you if you read about him, it's it's really interesting. And he was like friends with Freud, mm-hmm. and so yeah. So those are mine. That was good. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, so I have two more to read. The first one, super basic, broadly, mm-hmm. which is um, a vertical, a vice vertical that publishes content, video, and then text. That their their whole like mission statement is representing the multiplicity of women's experiences. So it's good website in general. They cover a lot of like queer um, rights issues, but they have really good daily horoscopes. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to their website, I love it. It's like sex, culture, politics, horoscopes. That's great. <laughs> um, so they do daily horoscopes for each sign that are really quick, like a sentence or two as well as more in-depth monthly horoscopes, which is what I read. 
um, because they'll go through like day to day, like, you know, the first few days of the month, what's happening astronomically and what that means for your sign. Um, so it's like three or four days at a time, which is so in depth to me. Mm -hmm. Um, they also, um, hire female or non-conforming artists to do to design the images for each so each month they have a different artist who will design the images and they're that. always beautiful I love that so much yeah they're like I said I wrote down that they're always screenshot worthy mm -hmm. like for a long time I had one of them as like the background of my phone so oh, if, cool. if you like if you're into like digital art like they're just it's fun to read it's beautiful to look at um, and most of them are written by Annabelle Gatt, Gatt, uh, her last name is spelled G-A-T, um, and so I looked her up, and she is an astrologer certified by the International Society for Astro Astrological Research, and she's been practicing astrology since, like, the early 2000s, mm -hmm. um, and she's also a great Twitter follower. Her handle is just Annabelle, A-N-N-A-B-E-L, Gat, G-A-T underscore, um, but she writes most of the horoscopes for Broadly, if not all of them, and she also has a website that I just discovered today where she does a little bit of her own blogging, so um, really good, like, feel-good horoscopes. They, like, strike a good balance between the sort of classic what you grew up reading and, like, 16 or like Cosmo, but but a little bit more um, nuanced, cool. which I like. So the second thing is Galactic Rabbit, yes, <laughs> which is written by poet Gala Mukomalova, um, who recently won a Yes Yes Books Chapbook yes, Prize. So shout great. out. Um, I think that Galactic Rabbit has been on a little bit of a hiatus. Like, I haven't seen updates since, like, March or April. Um, but the, the writing is absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. um, and on her website, she describes what she writes um, as meditations, love notes, and offerings, um, she makes a distinction to, like, not describe them as predictions, mm -hmm. which I really liked. Um, and that's, like, evident in the writing because it, it almost is, like, a love letter to each sign. Um, they're very... They're just, like, super intense. Um, I remember I first... Just, Marie was the first person to show them to me, and mm -hmm. we were sitting in her apartment... I think it was a summer after she graduated and she was looking for a job and I was going through a really bad breakup and we were reading them and just crying uh -huh. and like talking about how beautiful they were. Yeah. Um, so I think like, even though there might not be new ones, you could go back and read, read them and think about like what was happening in your life at that time, or just like think about it as a lens through which to look at the present, mm -hmm. but they're absolutely incredible yeah they're it's, great yeah some of the best writing about astrology that I've ever read so um biggest shout out ever to and we saw her Rabbit. read it oh AWP. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. damn it's so dope yeah I didn't know that she was a poet when I was reading Galactic Rabbit and when I found out I was like well duh it makes perfect sense. that's when I like first learned at, learned who yeah. she was like I didn't know Galactic Rabbit and then she came on and you're like oh my gosh she writes Galactic yeah. Rabbit and I was like what's that I was like, she makes me cry all the yeah. time <laughs> yeah um super great so those are my two reading recommendations yes love it and then I have 
for Twitter. Yes. Who to follow on Twitter because I'm a Twitter troll. Yeah, you're way better at Twitter than I am. <laughs> Even though I do it for my job. <laughs> Just like personally, I can't yeah, handle it. I'm a little trolly. Um, so first off, of course... We would be remiss not to mention Astro Poets. Oh gosh, I love them Astro so Poets. much. So they are called Astro Poets, but their handle is Poet Astrologers. Astrologers. Yes. Yeah. So it's tweets by Dorothy Alasky and Alex Dimitrov, which are like two amazing poets, like some of the best poets writing right now. I also wrote down, basically everyone you know is probably already following them. Yes, Because yeah. <laughs> if you're not following them, I don't know even. But, um, so they tweet uh, weekly horoscopes for each sign, which are usually really beautiful and have, like, a nice open-ended suggestion at the end. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about, like, I should read some of them. Yeah. Um, so I'll keep talking while I pull up, pull up Twitter. But they also will do a little bit more, like, lighthearted or funny or sometimes, like, ridiculously too real tweets throughout the week. Um, Like, for example, how a Pisces cancels plans. But they'll do it for, like, each one. Like, how a Capricorn cancels plans. Um, Or one they did recently was midweek midnight sext from each sign. (laughs) So let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, the first one I saw was a Libra. And this is so Libra. (laughs) Okay, so how Libra cancels plans. I had more than one emotion at once. The world is a dark place. (laughs) Oh my god. I wanted to cancel so many plans recently for that reason. They, I, it's interesting though, speaking of like rising and, you know, sun sign, I never relate to the Capricorn ones. No. But I, I think it's because they really emphasize the like, that Capricorns love money, mm. and so I'm always like, that's not me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is the Virgo one, how a Virgo cancels plans. I'm actually in the ER. I got hit by a car helping an injured squirrel across the street, which is like oh very my much, I'm always like, oh, I'm actually in the ER. Like, oh, I'm actually like I know. taking George to the yeah. ER. Yeah, so. like I've gotten so many texts from you that are either you're in a waiting room for yourself <laughs> you're in a waiting room for George and I'm just like oh my gosh do you need me to come get you like what's going on oh yeah 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 and then they just really are good at calling out Leos which I love yeah um there was one that they they did a series that was how to spot blank at pride (gasps) and the Libra one Kit showed it to me because she's like this is perfect the Libra one was like the one that brought a the one that's, like, reading a, a book that they brought just in case, like. <laughs> that was Libra? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Pride is, like, the one parade I would suck it up for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, Astro Poets or their handle, Poet Astrologers. They're great. Like, I don't know who you're fucking following if you're not following mm-hmm. them. The next one I have on my list is... Uh, Madam Clairvoyant. That's uh, her Twitter name. Let's see if I can find her. I don't remember her handle. Her handle is MME Clairvoyant. Clairvoyant spelled like Claire, the name, because her name is Claire Comstock Gay, which is such a dope name. That's yeah. a great name Comstock, and a great handle. Yeah, Comstock hyphen gay. Um, such a great name. But so she writes horoscopes for The Cut, which is the New York. Uh, New York Magazine's, like, fashion style vertical for women. Mm -hmm. I was interested in the fact that both of these horoscopes that I mentioned are 
for ver- from Verticals for Women. We could, like, do an episode about that. Yeah. Um, so she doesn't always tweet about astrology. She, like, tweets as a normal person. Um, but she's just a good Twitter follow, and I love her uh, horoscopes for the cut. So it's just, like, good. She always, like, will retweet. She's good at retweeting other people's tweets about astrology and, like, adding her own little quips. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not as much – it's more, like, lighthearted. Like, if you know – if you're not a beginner, you'll enjoy her because you'll, like, get the jokes. If you're a beginner, it might not really be up your alley. Mm, um, you might be, You might not feel like you get it. Mm-hmm. But I like her tweets. Third is the Daily Hunch, which is – I didn't know this until I started looking at their Twitter today because I've only ever followed them on Twitter. Um, it's a website that sells or like creates personalized astrology subscriptions. So there are oh. different tiers that you can pay for and you tell them your birth chart mm-hmm. or information and they will send you basically like a newsletter, a personalized astrology newsletter. And there's like a monthly, a weekly, you know, based on how much you want to pay which I don't subscribe to, but their Twitter is really good because it's just really straightforward info about what's going on. They call it star stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But their whole, like, brand or mission statement is um, introspection shouldn't feel like a chore and that astrology should be both easy on the eyes and illuminating to the brain. So it's just very, like, if you're a beginner, it's really helpful info about what's happening astronomically and then like what that might mean for your sign Mm -hmm. so like for example yesterday they tweeted venus and gemini might make us a little too scattered in matters of the heart to aim with precision because venus is in gemini right now so it's just like i don't know it's accessible they said uh today a few days ago they said today the sun's trying to neptune brings clarity to the stuff we normally find confusing oh cool yeah so i i like it it's, yeah it's very it's in some ways like the opposite of galactic rabbit uh-huh. in terms of it's just like bare bones so i like it and they tweet a lot which is nice like they tweet just the right amount that they'll show up in your feed and i'm never annoyed by them mm-hmm. The last, oh, and their handle is just um, at the Daily Hunch. So the last one is super straightforward. It's called the Lunar Ephemeris, and their handle is just at Lunar Daily. And it's just updates on where the moon is. That's so cool. I love it. It's, um, they don't tell you, like, anything about, it just says, their bio says, daily updates of the moon, along with a dynamic avatar showing the current phases of the moon. So they update their picture based on the uh-huh. phase of the moon. So right now it's a full moon. But, yeah, they don't, it's totally scientific. Uh-huh. Um, but I kind of like, like, the, their most recent tweet says, the current phase of the moon is a full moon. illuminated, 14 days old, and at a distance of 25,000, no, 251,007 miles from Earth. So I just like that it's like, this is where the moon is all the time, and they tweet multiple times a day, so it's cool. Because then I can like, if I see one of their tweets, and then I'll be like, oh, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. So I kind of set out on my own journey to figure out what that phase of the moon means. Yeah. But it might be good for those of you out there who are still a little skeptical about astrology and want to think about it from, like, an astronomical perspective. So, yeah, that's the Lunar Ephemeris, and their handle is Lunar Daily. I love it. Yes. That's so cool. 
So those are our reading recommendations. Yeah. Let us know if you have any. Yeah. Like, tweet at us your recommendations, yeah. please. Yeah. We're at Adjunct Astros. Yes. We tweet sometimes. Yeah, we do. I'll tweet today and say, tweet us your recommendations. Yeah, tweet us your recommendations. I would love to, because there's a lot of crap out there mm -hmm. for astrology, so it's kind of... I feel like it took this long for me to find trusted sites. Yeah. Like, really find the sites that I can return to every day. Yeah. And, yeah, and trust what they yeah. say. And there are a lot, there are, like, a lot of individual or, like, personal accounts out there that tweet awesome stuff. So if you know someone who tweets, like, shout shout out your friends. It doesn't yeah. have to be, like, some official, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I love that. Um, there are a lot of people out there that I follow on my personal account that do stuff like that that I love. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Cool. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Michelle's going to go to the doctor now. Nope. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> yeah, so I'll – we forgot to open. We forgot to open this <laughs> present that my mom sent to Erin because my mom, like – has a really I told my mom about how you were helping me like find a job and uh -huh. how you recommended me uh -huh. to Boston Review and like <laughs> uh -oh. and so she gave like I said I know what the main thing is but it feels like there's something inside that and I don't know what that is and it, it could be a wild card I have no idea but she gave me one of these and it's like really corny and when she, she brought it into my room while I was home and was like, can I send this to Erin? And I was like, Oh my god, my, heart, my heart is bursting. <laughs> okay, okay, it's not wrapped. It's just in, like, tissue paper. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. That's, when you texted me that, it made me so happy. she put inside of it though so it's a it's a oh, it's a it's a box it's a wooden box and it says bucket list box <laughs> but yeah she gave was me there one. something inside yours I don't remember but she like really wanted me to like put things inside of it for a bucket list okay yeah oh it's a little pen and a notepad oh look she's so cute oh it says, fill your bucket list with your dreams, goals, and things you hope to do and accomplish during your life. Every day is a new day, and it's never too late to add to your list. Write them down and keep them in your bucket list. Shut up. That's so I cute. I love it. Oh, thanks. You could write shit about your novel in there. I could. I could keep, like, literally, I have too many ideas. <laughs> Isn't it so corny? I love it. It's great. Thank you, Michelle's mom. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She's going to be so psyched to hear that you opened it. If yeah. we put this on the podcast and she listens, she's going to be so psyched. I love it. Like, every time she would send stuff to Plowshare, she'd be like, what did people say when they opened the box? <laughs> We love the present. I know. <laughs> I know. She was, like, so tickled when I was just, like, just send my Easter candy to Plowshares, even though I don't work there anymore. Yeah, because most of the time it's candy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cute. I love it. Isn't it ridiculous? I love it. She loves shit like that. Oh. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye. Okay, bye for real. <laughs>